Welcome to episode number 124 and my special guest, Dr. Shane Criado. Shane, welcome. Thank you very much, Mark. Glad to be here. You know, I am so honored that you joined us. You know, I've been a fan of, of Dr. Amen and, and the Amen Clinics and the, and the work that you all are doing. Uh, tell us uh, first a little bit just about yourself uh, and your background. Sure. I'm a board-certified psychiatrist, and functional medicine sleep doctor, and a sports psychiatrist, and I'm an author as well. So I work at Amen Clinics in Chicago, working on a holistic approach to brain health, and we combine SPECT imaging or functional brain imaging with a neurobiological approach to mental health. I contribute the sleep aspects to mental health as well. I work with a lot of teams and athletes and I'm with the PGA Tour Europe and the International Society of Sports Psychiatry and the NBA Players Association. So thank wow. you so much. It's a pleasure to be here today. That's, that's impressive. So, so I could say that you're a peak performance expert. You, you know, you're not only a peak your book, Peak Sleep Performance, but, but you know how uh, to apply this to anyone who wants to be a peak performer. Right. That's the goal. Optimize yeah. every aspect of your life. Yeah. Love it. Well, so that's kind of my life passion. Now, yeah. one, one of the things that uh, prompted me to, to think through this, I was reading some, some of the posts that uh, Dr. Amon was doing, and one of them I saw that, you know, hey, what I thought would make me productive was hard work. But, but what really makes me productive is exercise and healthy eating and sleep, time off, and hard work. Uh, t tell us more about why those come together for peak performance. Absolutely. So if your pillars of brain health work right, then you work right and your brain works right. It's really simple. It's seldom the other way around. What are the pillars of brain health? Healthy nutrition. I could explain what that is a little later. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, good exercise regular exercise. It's not a, just randomly, oh, exercise is good for you. There's often a prescription involved with the kind of exercise that you can do and obviously optimizing your sleep. So your brain, yeah, it is like a muscle. You need to activate, you need to work on different aspects of your brain, but also it needs the rest and the recovery just like your muscles do. If you go on exercise and you go into anaerobic exercise and you'll build up lactic acid and you'll collapse with your abdomyolysis or your muscles start breaking down. So just like with any muscle, your brain also needs rest and recovery. Those are the keys to success. God, let's dig into that a little bit. Let, let's talk, you know, because so many people I talk to, you know, they work 12 hours straight, they don't take a break and, and they, they feel like they've done a lot, but then they're physically exhausted for their family at night. Yes. So it impacts every aspect of their lives, their work, their family, how they interact socially too. Because when you think about it, if your brain is tired or sleepy, deprived of what it needs to recover properly, your brain essentially functions the same way that it would if you had had a few alcoholic beverages. Mm -hmm. Really the frontal lobes, which help you with rational thinking, concentration, executive functioning, processing speed, basically shut down. And your temporal lobes, which help you with memory, new learnings, emotional stability, also shut down. So it's kind of like a double whammy. You can't really process, pick up on social cues, and you can't really regulate your own emotions. So you're sabotaging yourself at the end of the day. So, so your judgment is impaired. Your judgment is impaired. Your reaction times are impaired. Yeah. You can't pick up on social cues. You cannot articulate effectively. So what happens is instead of responding, you react. Instead of your rational brain working, your irrational brain kicks in, your emotional brain kicks in, and you're quicker to react. 
I mean, we've all been jet lagged. The same thing happens. You're more irritable, you're more frustrated, you're right. more angry, you go into fight or flight mode. So in the workplace, those could be those conflicts where those things we say that we regret or in personal life, when we have the conflict with a child or a wife, you know, that's where we say those things we regret as well, possibly. You said it. So if you're not taking care of your own brain health, you're scheduling time for your sleep, what I call mini vacations. Oh, this is great. It's my sleep time or meditation, relaxation, or just your own personal time to just process or download the day. It's going to sabotage your sleep. You're going to wake up already running on fumes. Then you're just putting out fires both at work and at home. No one can sustain that over long periods of time successfully. Yeah. Now, you'd mentioned some things about nutrition and exercise. Tell us a little bit more. Uh, go a little bit deeper on that. So gut health is intimately related to brain health. The gut produces 75% of your neurotransmitters. So if your gut is not working properly, if there's inflammation, if you have food sensitivities you're not aware of, if your gut is inflamed, it's going to lose out on a lot of nutrition. You're not going to be able to absorb the nutrients you need for your brain to make its neurotransmitters and its hormones. And what's more is that it's going to cause your ability to fall asleep at night to be really impaired. And if you lose out on nutrients, you're not going to be able to exercise properly. You're not going to be able to engage with people properly and function at a higher level. Powerful stuff. Now, many of our, as a matter of fact, all of our audience are self-employed uh, entrepreneurs. And so besides all of the normal decisions we have to make every day, you know, we're making business decisions in many cases that are uh, significant to their, their income and their livelihood. So we're making hundreds of decisions a day that are taxing. And is that hard on the brain? And, and does that deplete, uh, in a sense, the, the brain and make us less effective if we're not resting and sleeping and doing these things we talked about? Definitely. So when I work with my, with my athletes, some of them need 12 hours of sleep in a 24-hour period. And I say a 24-hour period because that's the way you measure the amount of recovery period you need. The more activity, whether it's mental activity or physical activity you're doing, the more recovery time you need. And so with all these different decisions we have to make, performing at a very high level mentally, it's going to deplete you and you're going to feel it. You're going to be, maybe feel really tired or sleepy in the middle of the day. And in our culture in the US, napping is considered a sign of laziness, right? But right. a lot of big, big companies, a lot of big companies are now waking up to the fact that napping strategically at a certain time every day for a certain duration every day can boost your performance. The research backs that up as well. 26 minute naps, according to a NASA study, can boost your reaction times, performance, and alertness by over 34 to 54%. Wow. Now, is there a compound effect to the simple choices we make, you know, like the groceries I need to buy this week, the the task I need to do at home, do, do those kind of compound and lead us maybe to procrastinating in other important areas? Definitely. So it's kind of like what I call behavioral ADHD. We Perfect. tend to have so many things going on. We have our work email, our personal email, work messages, Microsoft Teams or whatever thing you use. And we have our personal lives, our social lives, our social media, all in the mix. 
how we prioritize those things. We tend to avoid the things that are more complicated, require more uh, bigger deal of efforts, things that we're not really excited about. And then we try to do things that we like get instant gratification from like social media. Problem with that is, is that we tend to procrastinate by default when it comes to the things that we really need to get done that may not be that appealing to us. So it's kind of like an, an learned ADHD. I may leave this task halfway, I may finish this. Oh, that sounds exciting, let me do that. My friend messaged me, let's see what that's about. And that's really gonna cause our entire structure priorities to fall off. And then again, we're running on fumes, chasing the day, and it's extremely difficult to catch up. We need a system and we need to make that system work for us. So, so kind of what I heard you say was a tired mind finds the path of least resistance, which could be distracting leisure activities or mindless activities like social media. Completely. Yeah. So the solution to me seems something like, obviously, breaks and rest and delegation. Uh, yes. But those don't come naturally to us, do they? No, they don't. So we need to advocate for ourselves. We need to block off time for our personal lives. We need to separate our work lives as best as we can. Mm -hmm. uh, we can keep our phones away from us an hour before bedtime, unless it's an absolute emergency. There are things we can do to safeguard ourselves. Uh, it's as simple as pushing away what harms us and pushing in what protects us, or as difficult as doing that. I can't remember who it was, but I read in Forbes, a CEO of one of the major companies who basically said he would miss a client appointment if it conflicted with his gym time. His gym time was like a Sabbath, right? And, uh, you know, so we have to get that uh, uh, type of care for ourselves. Now, another culprit I kind of noticed from my own experience is multitasking. You know, a lot of us think that we're being more efficient when we perform three or four tasks at once. Uh, when again, it, it seems to me, and I don't know, you're the expert, it seems to me it's more taxing on your brain than, than anything else. It is more taxing. And if you don't devote your attention to one thing at a time as best you can, and I'm sure you know this, Mark, it's going to be extremely difficult to do a good job at any one thing. So you'll be pretty mediocre in two or three different things rather than being really top-notch and getting the job done successfully at one thing. Well, as we wrap up, and I'd love to have you back again if, you, if you're up for it. I'd be happy to come back, Mark. This has been fun. Yeah, it's been fun. And, and we have an amazing audience who'll get a lot of value from this. If, if, if you had to leave the audience with one thing around, uh, everyone who's going to hear this episode really wants to be a peak performer in their business, in their family, uh, in their activities they do. What, what would you leave us with to say, if you want to be a peak if you want to have peak performance, uh, what, what's kind of the formula? With great freedom comes great responsibility. Your, your responsibility is to maintain your brain health as best you can, to block off the time you need for yourself. And if you have to perform at a high level, you need to be working at a high level. Mm -hmm. Focus on your sleep, blocking off time for meditation, for exercise. There was a study out of Harvard in 2018 that showed people who are in their 50s who meditate for 27 minutes a day. Within eight weeks, they had as much gray matter as 25-year-olds. We also know that people who don't take vacations, at least three weeks of vacation every year, 
they have a 37% increase in mortality, heart disease. Mm. For every hour of sleep that you lose when we're shifting our clocks because of daylight savings time, the next day, the incidence of heart attacks increases by 24%. Sleep, exercise, blocking of time for meditation and vacations will ensure your success in the workplace and in every aspect of your life. Wow, that's some pretty powerful stats there. Uh, well, with that, uh, we can't wait to have you back on a number, another episode, and I know the audience is going to get great value from this. And until we see you again, may your choices reflect your hopes and not your fears. Take care. Talk soon. Mm-hmm.